Thank you to our sponsor, the Open Society Foundation, an organization that works to build vibrant and inclusive societies whose governments are accountable and open to the participation of all people. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Hashtag Tell Black Stories podcast. I'm your host, Rashid Shabazz, Chief Marketing and Storytelling Officer at Color Change. The Hashtag Tell Black Stories podcast was created as an extension of Color Change Hollywood, an initiative changing the rules in Hollywood, ensuring accurate, diverse, empathetic, and human portrayals of black people on television and throughout the media landscape. We're here today live from the 8th Annual Black Star Film Festival in Philadelphia. Black Star is an annual celebration of the visual and storytelling traditions of the African diaspora and of global communities of color, showcasing films by black, brown, and indigenous people around the world. Today, I'm excited to welcome Damon Davis to Hashtag Tell Black Stories podcast. Damon is a multimedia and multi-talented artist, musician, and filmmaker based in St. Louis. Many listening to the podcast may know Damon's name from his work on the documentary Who Streets. Who Streets looked at the uprising of Ferguson after the killing of Michael Brown that sparked a global movement and inspired the community to take action. Damon, I want to start by reading the statement I found on your site because I believe it sets us up for what I know will be a transformative conversation. The statement reads, my practice is part therapy, part social commentary. I work across a spectrum of creative mediums to tell stories. These stories range in topic and scope. I have found in my recent years, I have been making art to empower the disenfranchised and powerless and to combat the systemic oppression that plagues our world today. My work is rooted in the black American experience because that is my experience. My work as of late is about how identity is informed by mythology and story. I use mythology to create conversation around how we see ourselves and others. I have created work that brings people together and fortifies the souls of the people in the most pain and the most struggle. Now I have make work that not only focusing on pain, but on the joy of those people. I'm having a conversation with myself, and when that conversation is made public, my hope is that people can see themselves in my work and it helps them grow along with myself. Damon, welcome to Hashtag Tell Black Stories Podcast. Thank you for opening yourself up, and I'm honored you would join us. Thanks. I appreciate it. I want to jump right in. I mean, we're here at Black Star, and I know you have a new project, The Stranger, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I had a chance to uh, preview before everyone else. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, can you talk a little bit about um, the project itself, the, the iteration of it, how it came to be, and just this idea, which I thought came through very clearly, was the combination between what some call magical realism, mythology, and the art that is yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, um, so The Stranger I did a year ago. I had a, I had an art residency in Ghana. It's called Indelible Residency. It was the first of its kind. Um, and it was about artists from the diaspora coming back to Africa and. Uh, and creating work from what they see specifically in Ghana. So uh, the what I decided to do, I was like, when I get there, I get a month, I wanna make a movie in a month, short film. So I didn't um, have any idea, I just wanted to go through the country and and be inspired. Uh, so The Strangers basically what came out. And it, um, I do use a lot of mythology, a lot of references like that, but it's, it's made up in my head. But it's, it's basically my story of being somebody from the diaspora coming back uh, 
to Africa and it not being what I thought it was going to be. And you having all of these these ideas and these stories in your head about what was going to happen and how, how it was going to be perceived and welcome home. And uh, I got that, but I got a lot of, I, I didn't get that too at the same time. So the basic premise of the story is about a man that falls from the sky um, and he's searching for a castle and a queen. And so a dream has brought him back to earth, I guess. And so through this journey, he meets a bunch of like fantastical characters and stuff and they help lead him to this castle that he's looking for and this queen. Uh, but when he gets there, it's not exactly what he thought it was going to be. So, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a metaphor for, I guess, my journey as somebody from the diaspora going back to the continent for the first time. Well, it's beautiful. I love that you created this film, From Stills to the Trip to mm. Ghana. As you know, this year marks the 400th year of enslaved Africans being brought here through violence and terror. Ghana makes me think of the slave castles at the shores of Elmina and Cape Coast and the door of no return. Yeah but you returned 400 years later. You were here uh, still fighting racial terror, but we're here still fighting racial terror, white supremacy and injustice. What did your trip to Ghana tell you about how we may need to reorient our thinking about our situation here in America and our fight for justice, freedom and equality? I guess uh, in Ghana, I learned that the, the, uh, American media is the most powerful thing in the world. And, and that's why it's very important for artists to understand what they, how powerful the stuff that they put out is. And so when I got there, I had an idea, no, no matter how much of it I tried to break out of uh, or, or research and stuff, there's still an idea around Africa and around pe African people that I had. Um, and, it, and, it's, and what I didn't know was there's a very distinct idea around black Americans that African uh, people have. And so I think both of us have been mis misinformed for a very long time. Um, and for, for, for reasons, for very specific reasons. And so what I think, if, if we're gonna reorientate anything, I think we need to reorientate uh, the story of struggle and, and, and thinking that uh, we have a monopoly on that and that, that, uh, that, our, that our story is so much more important just because we in America because of the media, like you hear about our heroes and you hear about our struggle, but you don't hear about so much of what goes on in these other countries and it's just as relevant and it's, and it's and it's quite frankly the exact same tactics being used on them as on us so i think if we can reconnect with uh african people and and on an honest level and talk through through the differences and whatever pain and whatever strife we got i think that's the step to getting more a more cohesive look uh, and, and viewpoint worldview about what's going on with uh just black and brown people all over the world what I, when we were in conversation earlier, what I appreciated was just this concept of you saying like, wow, when I was there and I saw the poverty, but yet people still were living. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I just think we got a way different um, idea of poverty when we in like late stage capitalism in, in America and we, we deep, deep, deep in it and we always running and trying to get more and all of that and, and stuff that that you think is like the end of the world is really not when you see what people in other places are doing and what they got to deal with and how calm and how carefree they are and just how I just they much more uh, just happy on a basic level and, and I think that uh, it was very freeing for me to understand because um, I guess I came from quote unquote a, a poor place growing up but but to see what 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 the level of stuff that they was going through and to understand it, I, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I had it out of my mind. And even that, I've, I've come up to a degree now. And, um, and, I, and and as I got older, I just stacked a lot of stuff on top of myself. And I remember 
when I was poor, quote unquote, I was a lot happier, you know, or, or, or and so like, I just think the, the rat race that we get stuck in is just, sometimes it's just ridiculous. And, and, and it keeps us from worrying about the things that are really important, you know? It enslaves us in a lot yeah, of ways as yeah. well. And what, what I, when I was in Ghana, and, and, and I think this is true in what you present in The Stranger as well, is, is as much as there's the challenge there and maybe poverty is also enormous wealth and richness yeah. as well. And just this balance and duality that we as black people throughout the diaspora live through um, every day. And, and we still, throughout struggle, produce as you have done throughout all your projects, beautiful work, which I think is um, amazing. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, as you, as you may know, Color Change was founded in the midst of the devastation of Hurricane Katrina when black people were on the rooftops begging for help and were left hungry, left to suffer, and left to die. We like to say no one was nervous about disappointing black people, or as Kanye said at the time, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Ferguson uprising in the aftermath of the slaying of Michael Brown was another critical moment for Color Change and for the movement for black lives. You were there, yeah. capturing the story of organizers and community members on the ground. Can you talk about how films like Whose Streets can be a tool for driving change? And looking back, are there things you would do differently in the project? I think, um, I think Whose Streets is, well, the reason I got into it is, is honestly was because uh, I wanted to make sure somebody from St. Louis, a part of, a part of uh, documenting the story because a lot of times it's people from outside and only people from outside, um, almost like an anthropology ex expedition, like looking at people like it's a safari or something. And, uh, and, and when, when, when everything started, I wasn't filming. I was, I was out trying to, uh, either protesting or trying to help organize as things got further. And I learned that I could help with that because of, because of the art that I was making and because of uh, the friends and the connections that I had in the city because I grew up there. Um, so when, when it was time and when I, I met Saban and the rest of our crew and, and we started really working, my, my focus shifted to trying to uh, remember more, you know what I mean? Really uh, remember and articulate the feeling of what we was going through while, because it was a really hectic and intense time. It's five years ago now. So like, uh, yeah, and I, I think that it's very important that the document exists, if nothing else, um, for for, for, for black kids, specifically black kids from St. Louis, so they know they, 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 the history that they coming up into because it's, I, more than anything, there's a lot of kids out there and they gonna remember it a certain way, but then when they see this, they, they, they might get a little more context. And I think that's really important because for us to tell our own stories, because it's always somebody else t telling your story back to you. If, it, if it's anything I would do different, um, the, the rigmarole of the film industry was something that I was not used to because I was, uh, I was, I'm St. Louis is it's isolation. It's a people, you know, people think they, they call us a flower city. It's not east or west coast. So until something like that happens, people don't really care about us. So I, I had to learn very quickly how the industry works and how certain things happen. And, uh, and I didn't know. So like, if I could go back, if I had, I, I, I would have did, a few things different on the business side. I would have did different things, um, and how and how we moved through the interpersonal connections with our uh, with the actual group of people that I was working with to make it. And I, that's pretty much it. It's just mistakes that you make. Um, you do you do things uh, that because you don't you don't know no better, and you got a bunch of people in your ear. So I think that uh, if if anything, we we would have did that a little bit different. We would have did uh, we we would have did the the actual 
handling of the business part. But that's but it's no way you could go back and do that because if you don't know, you don't know. So I think we did pretty good for what we had. No, you did an excellent job, yeah. and I know organizations like Color Change and others were partners on trying to get the film out and support yeah. it. One of the things I, I want to say is, as I'm listening to you and the connections, is like the historical reference points, what you said about wanting to leave a document for people yeah. and then tying that back to the stranger and you going back to the yeah. continent, just like looking back, this high old idea that people call Sankofa is like never forgetting yeah. and, and remembering. And I just want to say thank you for documenting that because uh -huh. it's, it's something that we'll never forget and should never be forgotten. It has set um, the world afire, really, yeah. you know, created movement and change, and, and you're a part of that, so thank you. Despite the struggle, though, the pain and all that we go through and hold every day as black people, and we talked about this point already, mm -hmm. we still find joy. A large part of our ability to traverse or get over the pain is music. You work through so many mediums, I know central to all you do is music. Yeah. How does music inform your film and art practice, and who musically or artistically do you look to for inspiration? Um, I guess when it comes to informing my art, but music is the most uh, subconscious and cerebral thing that I got. I, I use it as meditation. I don't, I'm not good with the whole, you know, quiet room. I'm, I don't meditate like that. I've never been that type of person. But, uh, but for the lack of a better word, like hip hop making beats and, 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 and the spirituality within that is something that's very big to me. Um, and just like, I think about it a lot, and I, I may write some about it, but as being a producer, and when we talk about hip hop, as far as sampling, it's almost like you're a medium, like you're talking, <clears throat> you, you, you're taking old black music and that feeling of whatever those people was going through in that room when that was recorded, and like you're channeling it. And then uh, you or the rapper, whoever's gonna rap, is speaking, it's a conversation that, that breaks the bounds of time and space. And it's a black conversation. You feel what I'm saying? Like if you if you if you using old soul records, like you taking that soul and and you you repurposing it and you speaking to like those ghosts and it's back and forth. And the producer's in charge. He uh, you the bridge between it. And and I think when we talking about film, because I don't think anybody's doing anything like super original. Everybody got like just walking around in life, you'll be influenced. So what you're doing is you taking these influences and you and you repurposing them, and you repurposing these stories that you live through or that other people live through to, you distilling it down to a specific moral or something that you want to get across to people. And I think it's the same sort of thing. Like, it, like it's a distilling of feeling and, and, and spirituality. And so most of the time, music is the first thing I'm on. Like if I'm trying to write something uh, like that I feel like is going to film, uh, the music is the, the, like, I'm thinking of music that's gonna be playing while it's going on. And I'm thinking of different songs and things that, that I lean on, you know? And, and at this point in my career with the interdisciplinary stuff, I don't really see um, any boundaries. I think that they are just tools. So, so music is just as important as the visuals that you see. You know what I'm saying? And, and so I think they work together at all times. Um, influences. If it's anybody that, like, Bob Marley is one of the biggest influences uh, for me when I think of like, well, how powerful music can be, and, and um, how much change it can be, and I, and um, and and I, I feel like it's almost cliche now, the like the the, because uh, because, I think he's probably the most appropriated person ever. Like people can take people, he, you can't find a Bob Marley song where he's not talking about uh, like uplifting black people and things of that nature. But like it's a, it's there's this white subculture around around him and where he's just like a weed deity or something like that when they, when they just take out all of the the you know the meat and potatoes of what he was really talking about so 
I, I do I do think that Bob Marley is a huge influence on me. I think Nina Simone is a huge influence. Um, I think just people that some people entertain and some people are really good at making music, but other people like live these things and, and like really make real sacrifices for these things that they that they sing about. And those are usually the people I'm much more intrigued by their story um, than their music sometimes. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I mean, one of the things you're hitting on, I was sharing earlier with, with someone that, uh, you know, we're here at Black Star and I, I saw last night the screen of uh, hip hop songs that shook the world and they showed uh, the first ones on Jesus Walks and Kanye. And what you just described is exactly the experience I had. I mean, I've always, I love hip hop, I'm a child of hip hop. And one of the things I love to do is when I hear a whole jazz hook or something, I'm like, that's where the sample's from. But last night was the first time I think it transformed me to have, to understand that what you described as you're in conversation with ghosts or those connections or that soul music mm. and just, um, that idea just like impacted me that, wow, Jesus Walks was this guy who was a musician, a jazz musician, was addicted to drugs and went into rehabilitation when formed a choir yeah. or was part of a choir that gained that song. And that was just like, it left me crying almost, yeah. you know, yeah. just to be like, wow, like, it just, it transformed me, to be honest, and, and just so powerful. So I know that's the, so I know since you're channeling that, that's where you're coming from. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you, because uh, I think it's got to be whatever you do and touch, I know it's got to have impact. Yeah, it's, and, it, and, and when you talk about impact, just a side note, it's like, you can channel things you, you shouldn't be channeling too. So you need to be very careful about, uh, you know, what kind of energies that you, you just be mindful. Know, know, that, know that the like different energies that, that you bring into the room once it's there, like it's kind of hard to control. So just know what you, <laughs> yeah, just know what you're playing with too. No, I appreciate that. Mm. Uh, we're here at Black Star Film Festival, and like other festivals, I feel like I'm home. Uh, that this is a big family reunion of support, affirmation, and love, a space for us and by us and about us. Some have said this is our Black Sundance. I don't know how you uh, no, think I, about I, it. I could agree with that. <laughs> yeah. uh, why is Black Star so important in say your comparison? I mean, you've been festival circuit. You've been through this, as you say, you know the industry. Mm. Um, why is Black Star important to you? Yeah, I wouldn't say I know the industry. I'd be, I'd be honest <laughs> about that. I'm, I'm, I'm still working on that. But, uh, but uh, I think that uh, I've been to a lot of film festivals. And you know, when you, 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 you're young and you're a kid, it's like, I guess God, it's, 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 it's one in particular that's the apex and you just gotta go to it and you gotta be there. And I've been there multiple times and I've never had a good time there. I've never felt at home there, you know, and um, and I and, and what I have been able to get here is like genuine conversations, not just shallow, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you working on? Blah blah blah. People trying to figure out where they can get something from you, you know what I'm saying? More, it's more like uh, people, um, like yeah, like family, like we like sharing stories, uh, sharing your narrative with people. They and they reciprocate. It's not it's not a one way street. And so, like, I enjoy that more, honestly, than the movies because a lot of the times you could you could get to the movies, but knowing, like, we talking about with the music, knowing what people went through to get to it, knowing knowing what sparked the idea around the movie, and knowing, like, that's really that 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 is the uh, the essence of of what I try to get at because I like to cre uh, connect with other creatives because people be going through real stuff, and and sometimes you don't always understand the message they're trying to convey, but when you hear it come out of somebody's mouth. It's a different type of connection you get. So I really, I really enjoyed myself here. This is the first time I've been to a black store. Yeah, I, I think most attendees 
they're torn between trying to get to a film or trying to have the conversation. Yeah. I think people get caught up in conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, but that's, that's a, a good thing. That's what I was going to say. That's, that's a good, a good problem. Thing. It's that's a good, a good problem, problem to have. Yeah. Uh, so this is the final question, which is, um, you know, we always ask our guests on hashtag Tell Black Stories podcast. What is one story that has not been told about our community that you would love to see on Hollywood uh, put on the big screen? Hmm. Oh, man. Well, I, I mean, uh, so so you read that 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 mission state or my my artist statement earlier. And uh, like it, just now, after like two weeks, it feels outdated. I keep changing. I keep growing. And so the thing that I've been going through, I've been going through a lot of loss. And I think that I, I, don't, I haven't seen nobody really talk about uh, or for this generation, the type of mental strain um, and mental problems that comes along with, with regular life on top of being black in a way that is magical, that is surreal, like the, how surreal it is to exist um, in this world. And I've seen, I, I know that we in a, we in a, we in a very, uh, in a golden age right now of, of surreal filmmaking, especially from black people, we've seen a lot of stuff from, from what like Boots and, uh, and Terrence Nance, and it's like, like right now is the best time to be on that weird shit, you know what I'm saying, for lack of a better word. Um, but I would really like to see somebody talk about um, like, like mental health or people, uh, or, or people that, uh, from, from a point of view of somebody that's going through it and what they see every day and how they feel, you know what I'm saying? I think that's something that I wanna talk about because I, I personally can relate to it, and I and I know every single person on the planet can. Um, and I think I don't think it's been told from a black perspective the way I want to see, it or the or the way I would do it. Um, it's it's been done in different ways, but I, that's something I would like to see. I I, I want to say thank you. One of the things that we on the podcast we've had folks like Common come on, and that issue of like mental health conversation. Yeah. Taraji P Henson was on as well. She yeah. talked about that, and I think that's you're hitting on something. One thing I, I want to say is just, I know us just seeing here as black men and just yeah. like, you know, black people in general, the surrealness of it, the magical aspect of it is just like, you know, if everyone's feeling stressed, then it's double, triple on us. Yeah. And But the reality is like how much of a miracle it is too that, you know, we are still surviving, still here doing what we're doing. Um, and so I want to say thank you. I mean, coming from Ferguson, coming, documenting, telling the story, going back to Ghana. Mm. connecting the dots. Um, I just know that you have a long, long like trajectory and I say thank you uh, for being here. Um, I just want to say I appreciate your genius in creating the art that you do um, and that we see ourselves through you. I also want to, before you, uh, we end, our listeners to know kind of like, where can we find more information about you and your work and, and you know anything else you want to share? Uh, I guess the best way to find me is, you know, uh, social media. IG is the best thing for me. That's the thing I like the most. Um, so a lot of I, I keep my I, I, I update with what the with the work I'm doing and things of that nature and what I'm going through. And for if you want just like a comprehensive look at the work I've been doing throughout my career, my website is heartacheandpaint.com, and that's it. That's where I put. Once I feel like it's official and I like it, it goes up there. It, get, it gets uh, solidified you know, frozen in amber when I put it up on the website. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah, those are, I guess those are the two best ways, yeah, to keep up with what I'm doing. Well, thank you, uh, Damon. You'll, you can search him on IG, Damon Davis. Yeah, my real name. And then you can, like, look him up. 
And um, you can find more of the hashtag Tell Black Stories podcast at tellblackstories.org slash podcast or whatever platform you stream your podcast. We also encourage our listeners to visit colorchange.org and join us in the fight to build a more just and humane world for black people and everyone. Thank you. Right on.